And we have takeoff on a Wednesday. How to show on the streets here, bringing you your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I know for a lot of you checking out the YouTube uh, page there for TDA, you saw the update show going live at 5 p.m. Well, had some technical issues there, but we're going live at our normal time of 6.30. The point being, you're still here. And you're still checking out all the news, notes, and nuggets here on your Bama football. You can catch, we got you the show right here from the magic city of Birmingham. We're streaming this to you via YouTube. And speaking of the channel, you go ahead right now, hit that subscribe button. You smash subscribe right now. Get every friend, every family member, diehard Bama fan, casual Bama fan, consumer of Tide Football to subscribe as well. Share the show, share it around to everybody that you know so that you can continue to get everything, uh, you know, Crimson Tide Football. Hit that like button also, give us a thumbs up right there, run those likes up. We, we value that right there. We're trying to get this show out the gate. 50 likes to start the show. That daily Super Chat go $100 daily. Super Chat go 100 bucks right there. All donations welcome and appreciated. Continue to also hit that notification bell so that way you miss nothing when it comes down to your Bama football. But we got quite a few things to discuss here on the show, and we want to hear from you, the entertaining fans of Bama football. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358, the number two. Call to let your voice be made known on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Definitely want to hear from you. But, John, we're getting to it right now. Topic number one of the conversation and uh, is it me or is Kevin Steele really bringing uh, the relentless mindset, the relentless focus back to Alabama football on both sides of the ball here? And uh, the reason why I'm asking the question is, uh, so um, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Alabama defensive back, Alabama corner, entering his junior season in the fall, Kool-Aid McKinstry had a moment this week, well, it was yeah, it was yesterday. Had a moment where he uh, got real. I mean, chastised, went after some uh, elite high school athletes at Parker High School here in the Birmingham area about not giving the maximum effort. Kool-Aid McKinstry from the Birmingham area himself went to high school, Pinson Valley High School, and uh, for for Kool-Aid, his message, his message too those athletes was you got to give your all every day you got to give your all every snap every play every game every moment no one's going to hand it to you you got to go out there and go get it every single time and uh he pointed some, he, he pointed some guys out made some points did what he had to do out there and the coaches for parker high school very much so appreciated what he did it was kool-aid's way of channeling his inner Coach Saban, his inner Kevin Steele, to those young men out there for Parker High School. What's crazy is Nick Saban had no problem Kool-Aid's freshman year in the spring game saying, Kool-Aid, don't walk on the blank field. Like, he had no problem saying that. Why? Because he knew that's a potential leader in the, in the making Kool-Aid McKinstry. 
Like Saban knew that's a potential vocal guy in the making. So I can go after that guy. A lot of players I can't talk to that way. I can't go after that way. Why? They may get upset and hit the transfer portal. Why? They may not be able to take it and understand it. But for a guy like Kool-Aid, I can talk to a guy like Kool-Aid like that because he's going to take it in. He's going to understand exactly where I'm coming from. Uh, and he's a, a young leader in the making. So uh, it, it just feels to me with the, the players wanting perfection like Kool-Aid, uh, the coaches wanting perfection, Nick Saban, Kevin Steele, everybody on this Alabama team seems to be on the same page. And that's a beautiful thing because when everybody's on the same page, you're going to get the same result. You're going to reach the common goal, and that being a national championship. That's what Coach Saban wants. That's what the players want. That's what the coaching staff wants, a national championship. So just seeing the fire in McKinstry talking to those young high school athletes, you, you got to figure he's showing that same type of fire in practice every day with his own teammates, wanting perfection from them. Whether it's defensive linemen, linebackers, fellow players in the secondary, guys on offense, he's wanting the same type of fire from those guys. And after two years of not having that national championship, this coaching staff chomping at the bit to have more of that fire from every player in the room. So, interesting, uh, cool thing there from Kuhn at McKinstry. But we take our first break from the show on Touch That Dow, just getting you started here upon our return. We go to the phone lines to grab your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. Light us up in the, in the phone lines. We want to hear from you right after this. What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman, and you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! Roll! Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small-dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. All right, people, we're back to the action here from the break on a Wednesday hump day. How to show on the streets here. We're talking your Bama football news. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of TDA continue 
hitting the like button, hitting that subscribe button. We're trying to get this 50 likes out the gate here, starting off with this show right here. Appreciate the support coming from all of you. That daily Super Chat Go, $100 daily. Super Chat Go, 100 bucks right there. But we go on the phone lines to grab your calls. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? Hey, hey, can you uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, I want to speak about the quarterback room, the QB. And I think I might have an idea. And there's a name I think Nick Saban needs to go after. Go after, just go after Tua from the Dolphins. Because right now, I think the Dolphins, is the Dolphins going to use Tua? Is, or is Tua going to have the same versus what he went through last year? Or if he, gets, if he plays in the NFL, is he going to get hurt? And I think that's a name I think Nick Saban needs to bring back. Because I think he could come in and help this quarterback room. And kinda kinda help this out. That way we can be success in, in the in the quarterback room. When we look at the quarterback room, I mean it'd be interesting. It'd be it'd be cool if Alabama would have you know, one of the quarterbacks from the past come back in and talk to these guys and, and help these guys, whether it be you know, a Jalen Hurts coming back to talk to the team, talk to the room, or, or Tua Tagovailoa doing that, or maybe even a Mac Jones doing that. The quarterback room as a whole – I'm not necessarily overly worried about it. I mean, Jalen Milrose putting in work down there in uh, Tampa, Florida with a, a big-time trainer down there. He's taking some receivers with him, uh, uh, Emmanuel Henderson, uh, Kobe Prentice, uh, uh, Kendrick Law, uh, Malik Benson. He's taking quite a few receivers down to the Tampa, Florida, work with a big trainer down there. After watching some more tape, on Tyler Buckner out of high school. I'm starting to get more understanding of the young man's not bad. I mean, he's not bad. He's talented. He's got some talent. He's got some ability. Now, for him, it's kind of a crash course because he wasn't here for spring ball, so he's got to learn everything fast uh, the moment he gets here. And, of course, Ty Simpson brings a lot to the table as well, those three. So I'm not necessarily overly worried about the quarterback room, though it would be cool to have one of these old guys come back here and talk to this quarterback room, but appreciate the call right there, 205-448-1358. Number to call in to let your voice be heard here on this show. I mean, Joe, Fall camp is going to be a time where whoever won it, they're going to have to grab it. Quarterback room, inside linebacker play, defensive secondary, wide receivers, offensive line, defensive line, the whole nine. If you a bad man, you're going to have to take it in fall camp. I mean, the competition is all across the room. So if you're a bad man, you're going to have to take it in fall camp. But we take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Well, that was quick. Bill, with, Bill from Springville, Alabama. All right. How we feeling, man? Good. How are you? Can't complain, Phil. Can't complain here. Just a couple quick things. I mean, obviously, we got the – transfer Amos last night hopefully Keys looks like he's narrowed it down to us Florida State I don't see him going to Ohio State those would be good pickups for the defense I feel this year and again like even Amos very physical defensive back I think you're right like their mindset about being more physical on the defensive end 
is is right on. And I think that you're going to see a big difference in the way they play defense. I was at the spring game also. You know, I think the defense is going to be very much improved, just more making plays, not overthinking things. So I'm looking forward to the defense. And just real quick on the quarterback room, I mean, the one thing with the transfer is his learning curve, although he wasn't there for the spring, he's played for Reese. So I don't think the learning curve will be as, as hard for him as you might think. I think he'll be okay come, come the fall. Appreciate Phil calling in there from Springville to the show. And I agree with I agree with Phil's statement there on Trey Amos. On Trey Amos. I mean, getting him from uh, Louisiana Lafayette, 6'1, uh, 197 pounds, definitely physical, rangy, athletic corner. He's got experience. And that's the big thing. Coach Saban talked about it. Bama needs experience in the defensive backfield. When you get when you when you go behind Kool-Aid and Terry on Arnold. There is not much experience there as far as game time at corner. Now, Antonio Kite got potential. Dez Ricks has potential. Jaleel Hurley has potential. These guys have potential to be good, but they don't have the on-field experience right now behind Kool-Aid and Terrion. So bringing in a Trey Amos, that's big for Alabama football, having a guy in that secondary room that's got that experience playing D1 football, coming to the Crimson Tide and having a shot there too. You know, if he has a good year, has a productive year, could be a strong draft pick in the 2024 venue. But we go to a quick call topic here, folks. This is on former Alabama wide receiver Henry Ruggs. Uh, the news came out today that Ruggs took the guilty plea deal, took the guilty plea deal for an incident that happened an incident that happened in 2021 where he was driving uh, down Las Vegas Strip there, 156 miles per hour. Uh, alcohol was involved, and he uh, hit another car, which uh, claimed the life of a young lady, Miss Tina Tentor, and you know her dog who was in the car, you know as well. And um, according to you know several reports here, uh, Henry Ruggs has took the guilty plea. He's facing three to ten years in prison, three to ten years. His sentencing will take place here on uh, in August. So he'll be sentenced in August, but you hate it there for Henry. You really do hate it for Ruggs. But three to ten years, uh, hopefully, you know, he, he, hopefully it's the three and uh, he can find a way to maybe possibly get himself back into the league uh, knowing that this is something that he will learn from, he will grow from, he will be better from. Not a bad young man at all, just a terrible mistake at, at the wrong, wrong time. And uh, you hate it for him. You, 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 just, you really hate it for him. But took the guilty plea deal on today. We'll face three to ten years there. That is one Henry Ruggs. But we're going to actually – Keep it right here, folks. We're going to go straight to the Trey Amos topic. And Trey Amos, who, uh, like I said, Louisiana Lafayette, has got experience playing college ball, uh, a young man that's got 60 career tackles, got 13 pass breakups, interception, rangy, long, athletic corner, a guy that can press, a guy that can play zone, can play press man, can play bump and run, uh, a guy that's physical, not too handsy, can high point the football, Led, uh, led the Raging Cajuns last season with eight pass breakups. The brother can play, can flat out play. And like I said, this is huge in getting an experienced corner, especially when you, you think about 
You know, Jock West Robinson gone, Traquan Fagan's gone, Eli Ricks gone, uh, Kyrie Jackson transferred out, you know, Josh Job gone. Uh, you look at the likes of uh, Kadarius Callaway, who was supposed to have been in a recent class. He never came. Gone. You look at uh, Scooby Carter, you know, transferred a while back. So you had so many corners to either go pro or to leave. And you look at your roster and behind Kool-Aid McKinstry and Terion Arnold, there's not experience back there. So to get Trey Amos, huge, big, quality guy right there out of the portal. Huge get there for the Crimson Tide. And just for me, you think about it, the competition in the cornerback room uh, opposite Kool-Aid McKinstry uh, just got even more interesting because uh, on Arnold could have a breakout year in the fall. He really could. Keep in mind, last year was Terion's first time ever truly playing corner. He was a safety in high school out of Tallahassee, Florida. Travaris Robinson, Coach T-Rob, has worked with him, has developed him, has uh, groomed him up. So... Arnold getting better at that corner position, but but let's just say if he has, not saying he will, but let's just say if he has a slight struggle, then here's Amos who has played corner his whole career, knows the position, understands the position, at that height weight requirement Coach Saban likes, brings that physicality, that toughness, there you go. If there's a slight struggle from Terrion, I don't believe there will be, but in the event that there is, there's Trey Amos for you right there. And the big thing about this is Coach T-Rob had a big hand in bringing Amos into Alabama from the portal. Coach T-Rob and also hearing that uh, ha-ha Clinton Dix also had a role you know, in this as well. So T-Rob showing his recruiting acumen, uh, bringing in this young man from the portal, helping out here with this Alabama football defensive secondary but we're gonna go to another break right here folks when we uh when we get back we're gonna return to the phone lines we're gonna grab your calls your thoughts your conversations don't touch that dial we get back to you the bama fans after this Chris Rogers, 2009 National Champion. You are listening to the baddest, when I say the baddest, sports show in the state of Alabama. In my own words, you know, yours truly, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Don't touch that dial. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. 
Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, folks, we're in here to the action from the break. Hottest show on the streets. Number one ticket for your Crimson Tide football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have you guys in here on the show. And we got we got the 50 likes, but let's go for 75. Continue tapping the like button. Give us that thumbs up right there. Going for 75 likes on the show. Guys, shout out Jonathan McMillan with that $100 donation. The Super Chats, Jonathan McMillan taking care of a daily Super Chat goal by himself. Dancing Stephen happy about that there on screen. But we continue with your phone calls, 205. 448-1358. Number to call in and let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. We grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. And this is Jay from Florence. Jay, what's going on? Chilling, man. I ain't called in in a while, man. How y'all been, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, Jay. You know, you know, it's, it's that off-season, man. It's that time of year where you're like, oh, man, can, can we just fast forward to football? I mean, can't stay in the off-season, but we all got to go through it. Yeah. Hey, I, I like – what's that show y'all did yesterday? Yeah, that, yeah, 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 that, that was the one with, uh, with Jawan Simpson and, uh, and, and Derek Pope, yeah. The Bama Standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great listen, y'all. We, we gotta, we gotta keep checking that out, y'all. That, I liked that yesterday because y'all talk about uh, that Trey Amos kid. I like, I like. Uh, I think Coach Smoot when he said that we pretty much just traded a guy for a guy. We lose, um, you know, all these, all these corners that pretty much wasn't playing. I mean, y'all wasn't playing for a reason if it was the weight or whatever. But he coming in, he ready to go. So he, he coming, came, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he coming in. He, he ready, man. He's 6'1", 197, near 200. If not at or over 200 by now, going back to watch his film, he break on the ball. He's physical. He comes downhill and runs support the tackle, plays the receiver right. I mean, uh, Coach Travaris Robinson ain't playing. He, he's getting the guys in here that he wants to groom up. Yeah, I think I think I think we got two first round corners next year, Steve. I, I can see it. This this gonna be a lockdown secondary because we're gonna have the, the guys to get there and we got the guys to cover just long enough. We ain't you ain't gonna have to cover for fifteen seconds like like we had with old people. We still gonna we gotta keep beating that hard because the coordinator sucked these last couple of years and I feel like the players should be able to sue them people or something. For messing up their draft stocks, but that's just me and my Bama feelings, Steve. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, but Jay, Jay, you make a point there because you look at it. 
Brian Brand should have been a first rounder. Uh, Byron Young should have went higher than what he went. You know, a lot of these guys that went in the draft, Eli Rick should have been drafted. You got to go back and you look at it. Did, the, did coaches put these guys in situations where they could really, truly be successful out there on the field? And if they would have, a lot of these guys that went low in the draft or didn't get drafted at all would have had a better stock. Yeah. The, the key to this team here, see, I feel like we're going to have to have a, a lot of competitive depth because we got a lot of open positions. So that means everybody know the job as far as we know to go. I'm trying to get this star spot. So third string, fourth string corner, Jaleel and, um, and, and Ricks, they look pretty good to me in, in the spring game. I, I ain't tripping I, I feel like throwing to the wolves. I mean, we call them five stars for a reason. So let's see what you got. You ain't at Bama for no reason. But you know, hey, the spring game look good. The offensive line, D line, they 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 looking physical and nasty like we need them to, Steve. We got a bunch of people out there that's hitting. That that the Bama. We getting back to the Bama way, but I, I've been calling this man. This is the most important season, Steve. This set us up for the rest of the decade, man. I love y'all roll time, man. Appreciate Jay calling in from Florence with his number one statement this season, setting up the Crimson Tide and Coach Saban for the remainder of the decade. Boy, fall camp, once it gets in here, I'm ready for it. We're going to take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? Hey, my name is Rocky Davis. I'm actually a student at UA calling from Tuscaloosa. What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good, man. Doing good. It's the it's the off it's the off season, Rocky. I mean, uh, I know a lot of people not necessarily loving the off season, but you got to deal with this before we can get to fall camp and football. Absolutely, absolutely. What's on your mind, man? I was thinking, you know, a lot of people, there's, there's obviously a lot of talk around the quarterback competition. I don't want to exhaust the talk around that. But, you know, when you talk about the quarterback, quarterback competition, you talk about a guy that can win over the locker room. And honestly, just like seeing Jalen Milrow being down, uh, you know, working the offseason with, with, you know, Kobe Prentice, Corey Brooks, Kendrick Law, and a couple of the starting linemen as well. Like, you have to think that those guys are going to start gravitating toward Milrow as the starting quarterback. Um, you know, do you think that plays a big role as to – you know, who the coaches look to, you know, if the locker room is looking to is looking to Milrow, you think the coaches gravitate uh, more toward him as well? I think so. I mean, when, when, you, when, you, have, when you have your quarterback, when you have Jalen Milrow working with uh, primetime players uh, this offseason, when, when, when you have your quarterback working with Ja'Cory Brooks, that says a lot. When your quarterback is working with Emmanuel Henderson, Malik Benson, Kendrick Law, Isaiah Bond, uh, J.C. Latham and Elijah Pritchett, when you're when your quarterback, when your leader of your offense, or a guy that's competing to be the leader of your offense, is working with prime time players, it tells those prime time players he's got our back. It tells those prime time players he's rolling with us. It tells those prime time players he is putting the work in. Now, of course, at the end of the day, 
We as consumers of Bama football, we want to see that work from Jalen Milrow coming to fruition on the field, absolutely. But seeing him down there in Tampa, Florida, working with these Alabama players, these players, his teammates, it does speak good volumes. But appreciate Rocky there calling in from Tuscaloosa, giving us his thoughts here on the show. We take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? Hey, it's Devin. This is Alabama Tide. I'm from Florence, Alabama. I'm ready to kick ass, take names, and ready to start telling them. Let them know what Alabama's all about this year, brother. We got them coming back on the defense this year with Kevin Steele. We're going to be attacking, slapping, and knocking them down. We're not going to be read, react, and catch these people like we're doing with old Powder Puff Pete. We got Yonze Pereira coming out with Keon Kivik. Of course, Braswell Turner coming back along with up. We got Otis Smith and Russo across the front. Yeah, Bog be in there, man. We're gonna be tough as nails. We're gonna knock people down. We're gonna beat people up. And of course, you got Deontay Lawson coming in with Jefferson back, and then Caleb Downs. I mean, I'm, there's just so much to be uh, looking forward to this year. And our offensive line, we if people come into this year thinking we're gonna be the soft powder puff team that we've been the past couple years under under Pete. They're going to be highly, highly surprised because we're going to make their ass quit again. The pride's back down there, and uh, Kevin still knows how to resurrect it. Brother, I'm proud to be an Alabama fan. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be an exciting season. I mean, what Kevin Steele is doing right now, uh, invoking this toughness, this energy, this swagger, this meanness, this relentless style of play back into the program, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I'm looking forward to this season. Appreciate that call right there to the show. We take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name, and where you calling from? Hey, Steve. Hey, this is Smitty from Pensacola, man. I know it's been a long time, but I've been listening. I understand, man. How you feeling? Hey, man, I feel great, man. I feel great. It's good to be back. Uh, I just had a couple questions, man. Um, well, not not questions. I, I actually got a, got a comment. So, um, I was doing some research a little bit on the uh, on the quarterback transfer from uh, well, uh, Todd Bugner um, from Notre Dame, and um, honestly, I feel like um, you know a lot of people were saying that you know. Um, Maybe his presence there will kind of make Jalen Milrow want to want to punch out and go someplace else. Well, my thoughts are actually the opposite. I feel like uh, I feel like he's more of a threat to Ty Simpson than uh, than Milrow, um, partly because he has about three years of eligibility remaining, and um, I feel like that fits right in there with where Ty Simpson is. Uh, and also, I think that uh, I don't think Saban will will do nothing to to jeopardize what he has with um with Milrow. Um, the reason why I feel that way is because, you know, he let a lot of talent like Jalen Hurts go all the way to OU just to turn out into who he is today. And I just can't see Nick doing that one more time. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I think it's Jalen Milrow's job. Uh, I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like no quarterback on the roster can, can touch him right, right now. So I'm just being honest. That's all I got, man. Appreciate Smitty from Pensacola for that thought right there on the show. Jalen Milrow, his guy right there to be the quarterback for the Crimson Tide. Like I mentioned, in fall camp, I cannot wait for this to get here. We're going to grab this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hello, Steven. This is Juwan from Arkansas. Juwan, what's happening? Nothing too much, my brother. Man, you – Hey, you hurt me when you dropped that news on me about Henry Ruggs, man. 
Like I love I love Henry Ruggs, bro. I like I do too, man. It, like it, it, it hurts. It, it hurts. That guy's one of the best athletes to ever come through Alabama. A lot of people don't know that Henry Ruggs could have played basketball at Alabama. He he was that good as an athlete. He could have ran track. He could have did whatever he did. He, and he made one mistake. <clears throat> and I'm not trying to undermine the situation that happened because someone lost their life. And you can never replace a life. But at the same time, he that wasn't his intent. And we can all agree there there's things going on in pro sports and college sports that's way worse than what Henry Ruggs did. I, I just want to say that. I, I don't feel like he should get prison time because he's not a criminal. But I know that's what the state of Nevada requires to go on. But I just want everybody to please send prayers Henry Ruggs way, man, and just help him get through his situation. Because a lot of times people try to tear a person down. They're more than just an athlete. That's somebody's son. I don't know if he has kids, but a lot of people look up to Henry. And I just want everybody to pray for him. <clears throat> the, another thing is I, I look at I like how Coach Saban's replacing these guys, but I, I just seen that Traquan Fagus, I didn't know that his brother was number one safety in the twenty twenty five class. So in the big things when you look at it, that would have been another recruit, another five star added on to Alabama's roster and another defensive back. So that that it does hurt a little bit more underneath the surface to the people who pay attention to recruiting. Cause him going to USC, now USC gained another guy. And we know this is Alabama. We're going to go get another guy and replace him. But still, that guy was going to be on your campus. He just wanted to play with his brother. But that's why I don't like how recruiting's kind of tilted, where you're kind of recruiting a group of guys instead of one guy. Because I think about this. Would uh, Alabama have gotten Quay Russell or James Smith without getting both? I don't think they would have just landed one of those guys because they were very adamant about wanting to play together on the next level. So that's just something in recruiting that I've been looking at. And uh, still looking at the quarterback situation, I'm just at a loss. I'm just looking for anybody to help give an opinion. I'm trying to see everybody else's angle on what they see because I'm I'm checking out of that situation. So if anybody has any insight or another opinion, I'd like to hear what they have to say. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate you, Juan from Arkansas. Calling to the show, 205-448-1358. Number to call in. We're going to grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? This is Curtis from Mississippi. Curtis, what's going on? I'm, I want to ask three questions. Go ahead. I have Henry Rule. How's Henry Root trial doing? You know, is Alabama in the championship form? And the third question is, uh, you raised two, going to get Jalen Hurst kind of money. Okay. All right. So number one, the Henry Ruggs trial. He took the he took the guilty plea today, which means Henry Ruggs is three to ten years. He'll serve three to ten years in federal prison. So that that was the Henry Ruggs trial. He took the guilty plea today. So his sentencing will be in August. So that's on Henry Ruggs. Alabama in terms of national championship team. 
I definitely see the energy and the fire to do it. I think it, I think it can be, absolutely. Uh, quarterback's going to come into the fold. That position will solve itself out fall camp, so I think so. In terms of championship for Alabama. And Tua, in terms of Jalen Hurts' money, that depends on how Tua does this season. If Tua can stay healthy, that's the main thing. If Tua Tagovailoa can stay healthy, not have concussions, not have injuries, stay on the field longer, and just produce, then down the road, I can see Tua, Tua getting Jalen Hurts money. But he's got to stay healthy this season. Appreciate Curtis from Mississippi there with that call. We're going to go to a quick call topic right now, folks, and that's on one. Dylan Moses, former Alabama linebacker, Dylan Moses, former first-team All-SEC selection, two-time All-American selection, former five-star in the 2017 class from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Dylan Moses, a two-time national champion, 2017 and 2020. And for Moses, 2019, we saw, you know, he got hurt before the season started, a serious knee injury, missed the entire year. 2020 season, the lingering effects from that injury, he didn't, he was not the same uh, coming back, but still helped the tie to, you know, a national championship, went undrafted in the 2021 venue, but did get picked up by the Jacksonville Jaguars. That stint did not last long, but, but uh, Moses, Trying to have another shot here at the league. And this weekend, uh, he will be with the Seattle Seahawks trying to make their roster as he goes to rookie minicamp trying to get a look at here by the Seattle Seahawks. So hopefully, you know, Moses goes up there to Seattle, puts on a show, impresses Pete Carroll and that coaching staff and finds a way onto that roster because, I mean, Dylan Moses has talent. Got talent. He's got ability. Once again, former five-star athlete, just injuries got to him at the wrong, wrong time. But healthy now, 24 years old, young, still should be able to get back out there and, and create an opportunity for himself to be back in the league. But we take our final break here on the show. People don't touch that down because when we return, we get into, you know, a conversation on uh, – you know, Jalen Milrow and him uh, working out with players down there in Tampa, Florida. I mean, it, can, does Jalen put it all together and become that guy that Alabama wants him to be as that starting quarterback? We'll wrap things up after this. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. I'm Malachi Moore. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith on Touchdown Alabama's YouTube channel.
All right, folks, we're back to the action right here from the break. Number one form for Bama Football News. In my own words, George Trumi, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. We're right now at 80 likes, 20 more from 100. Continue tapping the like button. Give us that thumbs up. Run those likes up there. 80 likes on the show right now. 20 more from 100. Also, got to show some love to DJ Webb with that $10 donation in the Super Chats. Appreciate that coming from DJ Webb helping us out here on the show. We appreciate you guys subscribing, donating, liking the show, doing everything that you can to make this your spot here to talk Bama football. But final topic of conversation here, John. This goes to... So, Jalen Milrow is serious about trying to be the starting quarterback for the Crimson Tide. He's serious about trying to win this starting job here uh, for Alabama football. We go back to last season, you know, Milrow uh, played in, well, he got some action there in two games, uh, played in the Arkansas game, uh, replacing the injured Bryce Young. Uh, he also got into the uh, Texas A&M game which was his first career start, uh, did have three touchdown passes uh, despite the turnovers there, but he did help Alabama get the 24-20 win over Texas A&M. But the big question here for Milrow, especially after the spring game, and he did show some things in the spring game. He did show the speed, got the huge rushing touchdown there. He did have the two touchdown passes there to Emmanuel Henderson and Malik Benson. But the big question for Milrow is going to be, you know, can he put it all together here, fall camp, in terms of being the complete quarterback, being the athlete that he is, but also being that precision that precision passer, that accurate passer, having the timing, having the ball placement, having those things in order, getting the ball to these receivers on time, in target, in stride out there, you know, on the field. And uh, the good thing for him is, He's been working with a big trainer in down there in Jackson, down there in Tampa, Florida, of a trainer, Joe Murphy. He's got several Bama guys down there this offseason. So Jalen Milrow, he took quite a few receivers with him to Florida, whether it was uh, Isaiah Bond, Emmanuel Henderson, Malik Benson, Kendrick Law, Ja'Cory Brooks. He took five wide receivers with him down to Jackson, down to Tampa, Florida, excuse me, to get some timing, to get some chemistry, to get some work, to get some passing, to get some strength training. So he's building chemistry. He's building that camaraderie with those guys, not just the wide receivers. Two offensive linemen went down there with Milrow when you look at J.C. Latham and Elijah Pritchett. So uh, these guys are putting in work. These players are putting in work. They, they looked at what's happened the last two years. They did not like what happened the last two years for the University of Alabama. They are about trying to win a national championship for this football team and for this, uh, this football program. So it's good to see you know, these guys uh, out there putting in work, out there uh, putting in effort out there with, with Jalen Milrow. So hopefully you know, he can continue to make those improvements get with trainers, get with coaches, uh, get his passing game refined, get his passing game down because we, we've said this all offseason from spring to right now. If Jalen Milrow can get down the passing aspect of his game, uh, then he's phenomenal. He's got a chance to be a real star. He's got a chance to be a real stud here in college football. But 
just good to see these athletes uh, putting in work here. The big thing, uh, Milrow's got to show it in fall camp. Got to do everything he can in fall camp to do his thing here for the Crimson Tide. But as always, people, you want the best in news, notes, information, conversation here on your favorite program, that being the Alabama Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app, and you can you can you can you can access the app, you know, from the iPhone App Store, uh, Google Play Store. If you've got the Android phone, your downloading purpose, uh, your downloading needs right there. For your audio needs, we got you right here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. If good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll try to be back on Friday, continuing the conversation that is Tide Football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link found in the description. If you're trying to get your hands on the fresh edition, print edition of TDA, the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member and or a subscriber today. That link found in the description as well. But I got to appreciate you guys, the outstanding fans of Bama football for all the phone calls, all the donations as we hit that daily super chat goal. Appreciate you guys, all the people chatting there in the chat line. Got to appreciate my man John Ivory there in the production studio and till next time folks husbands love your wives wives appreciate value those husbands children you guys continue doing the right thing fun thing good thing legitimate thing too not be bored there you get you those three hearty meals a day those three great laughs a day you protect yourself you protect the loved ones around you till next time folks i'm your man Stephen m smith and you've been listening to in my own words